0: Alrighty, let's get started. I am so excited for today's episode. Me too. Do you have any updates? Mm, well, I have a job now. <gasps> Yay! And there was a lot of difficulties with this job, but like not with this job particularly, just just getting started with the job. For like some, all the documents and stuff? Like all the documents. I was planning to start working last week mm-hmm. and I still haven't gone in for orientation oh, just really? because- all the documents have been taking forever to get sent to me and then I can't fill them out and so I can't even go for in in for orientation so it's been a struggle but I do have a job finally (laughs) so that's been that's been good do you want to
1: say where it is
0: home goods which we love home goods I get discount at home goods I'm gonna come visit you all the time and spend too much money dude please do and I like will. the thing is is i will never work at the register so i'll just be like on the floor <gasps> nice. yeah i
1: can just act like a customer and be like excuse me it's can you help so... me find this
0: well yeah but and even like, though we
1: look just like each other i'm like i don't have
0: to deal with like refunds i don't have to deal with any of that all i have to yeah. deal with is like making sure the floor looks pretty and that's what you're good at so that is what i'm good at so i'm excited i think it will be fun and the people so far the people that i've met at that job are really cool so that's i'm excited it'll it be super fun
1: yeah. Any other updates?
0: Uh, I don't think so.
1: Okay. My only update is I'm going to Amsterdam in two oh, days.
0: I'm so jealous.
1: But I literally cannot get myself to pack. And I know it's two days away. I've always been an early packer. But I think, I think I've changed a little bit since I last traveled. What What do you think is hard about packing this time So, around? okay, actually, I think I know. Usually when I travel, I go somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it. I don't know like when I want to go on vacation I want to go somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Dominican Republic, the Bahamas, um, Australia, all warm places and I have a lot of cute warm clothes Warm clothes, or like yeah summery clothes mm-hmm. but winter clothes I'm not so confident in it and like in the winter I usually wear sweats and stuff and hoodies but I want to dress cute.
0: So you can I'm borrow like my coat if you want. The blue one? I'm literally. Lying. You want you want to borrow the blue one? You could totally borrow the blue one. Okay, I think yeah. it's cute. Um, it's very Amsterdam like too. I know it's very like vintage. I almost bought. A I was talking about coat. my my plaid one. Mm-hmm. But oh well, that one's cute too. You can borrow that one too if you want.
1: I was literally thinking about buying one just for the trip, but I was like, I don't think I would wear it just like as a Utah thing. Like mm-hmm. I I need to wear that when I'm out. I don't know. There's something about like not working so early in the morning because I never get ready I never get ready <laughs> unless it's a weekend mm-hmm. but I like to look cute and so when I go on vacation I'm like okay this is my time to look cute like yeah let me get ready you know so I think that's one of the hard things about it is like I just don't really know what to bring I'm not used
0: to like packing for cold so yeah that is definitely weird and new and nah, that's It's fun, though. It's exciting. I'm jealous that you're going. Like, I'm so jealous. I wish I could go with you. I'm so excited, but also
1: I think that I, like, I don't know, I'm getting really nervous. That makes sense. But it's so weird. I think it's just because I haven't been on a trip like this in, like, two years. Like, Mm -hmm. I do not have an agenda. We're just going, and we're just gonna see what there is, walk around the city, and, like, hopefully meet some cool people, and yeah. So, I just need to put my faith in Kim. Kim is the best traveler.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are so you going with her or are you just going to like ask her for help? No, I'm going with her. Oh, wait, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Is Hunter going? No. Oh, wait, for some reason I thought you and Hunter were going. Nope. But it's just you and Kim. Girls trip. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so fun. I know, dude. I'm excited. It'll Man. be. It'll
1: be like. Ah
0: different dang it, now than I really wish I was going.
1: Trips. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Just save up money it's and fine. then. I wouldn't want to
0: leave. I want to want to leave here anyways like I need to work I mean I really want to go on vacation but I also really would like to see Jason so
1: yeah it's hard (laughs) that's one of the biggest reasons why I hadn't traveled in like two years is because I was dating Hunter and Mm -hmm. it's hard to leave yeah but now that we're married I'm like I see you every day I think a week apart
0: is okay you know yeah yeah totally even when you're dating like in general like it's good to like not distance yourself from each other that's not what I'm saying (laughs) like it build can up a wall it can make sure no. that you are not close anymore it can be good to have like some time like that i don't want that necessarily but it, it can be good it's because then it helps not, you yeah to it, not be so reliable on them and dependent and you, on them exactly So yeah. um we haven't even talked about our topic yet which is is love um, a choice and i'm super excited this topic was actually brought up A long time ago, somebody knew that I was doing a podcast and he was like, hey, you should talk about this. Always love a choice. And I was like, that would be so good. That would be such a good episode. And then we just I kind of forgot about it. And it just kind of like we just had so many other ideas that were more fitting to what our goal was. But then I was like, dude, we should do that for Valentine's Day this year, like for some of our Valentine's episodes. Mm -hmm. So here we are. And I'm super excited because I did so much research and it was yeah, not at least like, to the research this time. I know. I did so much research and it's not, I, I think that we need to do this more often. I did more research like throughout the period of like two or three weeks. Yeah. So I've kind of had a lot of time to ponder it and think about the research. Yes. And so it's more, I feel like it's going to flow a lot better than me just like reading my notes because I've just been thinking about it a lot. And I've had a lot I of agree. like other revelations, I guess you could say about love in general and Mm -hmm. just all these different things i've had so many thoughts about it the past and it's changed my life honestly like it has changed mine too honestly i think we should jump right into the episode let's cue our intro music
1: okay so is love a choice i was asking elisa's question after we decided to record it and then
0: i was like wait no i want to know your answer (laughs) during the episode (laughs) yeah it's I think that's been the hardest part is because there's so many things that I'm learning I just want to tell it to you mm-hmm. but I care because I'm like yeah. I have to save it for the episode so I'm so excited to just like share everything with you hopefully it will come out right and not all mumble jumbled and not make sense like hopefully it makes sense I'm sure it'll be good I also did because I couldn't talk to you about it I talked to
1: mom about it mm-hmm. and she also had some very great thoughts which so
0: I'm, I'm excited. excited to hear because I didn't hear any of that yeah I'm excited.
1: Okay, so, do you think it's a choice?
0: Yes. Okay. Right off the bat, yes, I do. Okay, I don't have an answer. <laughs> you don't? I, I think it's both, but I'll explain that do. I do agree that it is both, but over time throughout the episode, I'll kind of explain, I think both of us will do this, we'll kind of explain why we feel it's that why way. Why we got to that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But ultimately, I do feel like love is a choice. Okay. And, Yeah so
1: okay so first I was like yes obviously it's a choice because that's just the way that I view love but then we had a lot of people that submitted Mm -hmm. so we should read those because it kind of swayed like what I was thinking
0: yeah we had one yes two yes two yeses Um, and then somebody said, no, love comes when you least expect it to. You can try to convince yourself not to love, but it won't stop. Another person said, yes and no, love is a feeling, but it is also a choice because even when people don't necessarily deserve it, you choose to love them anyway. Yeah, I agree with love is an action, which I also love that. I don't know. Question. Oh, (laughs) somebody asked us. How do you start a podcast? I'm sorry we need to respond to them (laughs) do we have to i told that to hunter and he's like just tell them to look it up (laughs) yeah but maybe it's it would maybe they need our advice maybe we'll do an episode about that too true so yeah that was like the general consensus was yes but there was also some no's in there too yeah i also looked up some on reddit Mm -hmm. because i want to hear like not just our listeners
1: but everyone else so i'm gonna read a few of them it's impossible to not love someone even when you know you shouldn't yeah see i'm like that's so true that is very true so like okay anyways love is a choice and a decision because your actions determine if the love lives on or dies which is also true
0: i wait going back to the the first one that you said i do feel like that is true but also do you know how many people i've given myself the ick for because I needed to fall out of love with them and guess what it worked and I guess that's true like I'm not in love with them anymore I'm not in love with them anymore but I still like but that's what's interesting is were you actually in love I think well I thought I was in love but yeah I, have I really don't so many I those. mean now like being in a relationship now I it was nothing compared to what I feel now but exactly. at the time it was all I knew and so yeah it felt like love. And I think it still counts as love. I just think that it was a different level of love.
1: Yeah. Well, even it could be just different too. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to read more. Um, It says, you can't just not love your kids. That is true. Which, yeah. Um, When you love someone, you just do. And sometimes you can't do anything to avoid it.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you really can't do anything to avoid it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Okay. No, but, these Okay, are wait. Normal. I do have a question though. Why do you love your kids? Because there are people that don't love their kids.
1: Yeah, true. Like there's
0: people that literally do terrible things to their kids. Yeah, and so that's a good question. This is just like a thing that I'm I'm thinking about, which I also have a lot to say about that later on. Not Same. just about kids, but just in general. In general,
1: mm-hmm. in my opinion, love is a choice. There's a difference between being in love to that person and choosing to love that person. There are so many people who got fooled by our culture, by the Disney and Hollywood movies concept of love, that love is all about feelings, Mm. that if your feelings fade, or if you didn't have feelings in the first place, if you're no longer feeling the butterflies inside the stomach, or didn't feel it in the first place, and not missing the person, means you don't love him or her. That's what you called adolescent love. I used to follow Mm. that concept of love until I became more experienced and more matured. Feelings come and go. Many people are addicted to that infatuation stage or high euphoria. They don't know that it's only the beginning of love. Once the high euphoria fades, your love now will become a choice. You choose to stay and commit to your partner despite how hard or boring the situation is. You choose to stay not only with the good times but also the bad times. You choose to act lovingly, show your partner affection, and do the things that might make your partner happy. You will experience true love if you feel safe, secured, and comfortable with your partner. As someone who's married for 10 years to the best girl in my life, that's what we're experiencing right now. The high euphoria was gone to us decades ago, but even if it was gone, the feelings of infatuation changed from feelings of safety and comfortability. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's honestly, most of what I've seen um, is similar to that. I want to share this quote really quick that I found on Pinterest. Do it. That somebody, it's called the Mind's Journal. That's where it's from. I don't know if that's like a blog or. Whatever. Wait, Elise, I think I have this exact one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> that's hilarious. We're on the same wavelength, bro. Oh yeah. Kay. It says, "I was 17 and I took a class called Relationships for Life, and my teenager asked us, Is teacher? love?' Our teacher asked us, <laughs> and my well, it says my teacher." Well, you said my teenager. Oh, my teacher. Sorry. <laughs> my teacher asked us, is love a feeling or is it a choice? We were all teenagers, so naturally we said it was a feeling. She said that we that if we clung to that belief, we'd never have a lasting relationship of any sort. She made us interview a dozen adults who were of um, who were or had been married, and we asked them about their marriages and why it lasted and why it did not. I asked every single person if love was an emotion or a choice. Everybody said that it was a choice. It was a conscious commitment. It was something you choose to make work every day with a person who had chosen the same thing. They all said that one point in their marriage, the feeling of love, quote unquote, was vanished or faded and they weren't happy. They said feelings are always changing and you cannot build something that will last on such a shaky foundation. The married ones said that when things were bad, they chose to open the communication, chose to identify what broke and how to fix it, and chose to recreate something worth falling in love with. The divorced ones said they chose to walk away. Ever since that class, since the project, I never looked at relationships the same way. I understood why arranged marriages were successful. I discovered the difference of feelings and commitments. I've never gone for the person who makes my heart flutter or my head spin. I've chosen the people who were committed to choosing me, dedicated to finding something to adore, even on the ugliest days. I love that last sentence so much. Me too. It's so cute. Because, because that really is, from my experience, there's, been so many people where I instantly was infatuated with and I was like oh they're so handsome and they're so attractive or oh they're so cute they're so nice and they're or like so we this would be such a cute couple we would be yeah or he's like really cool or, or like there's been like people that. where I just can't stop thinking about them where they're just like in my mind all the time and but then they don't even know you exist yeah exactly <laughs> or they don't feel the same way about me but then there's like the relationship that I'm in right now, it's so different where the reason why our relationship works is because we're both very much like we are here for each other. Mm -hmm. We're going to communicate about things. And like, that is so much deeper than like just the immediate affection that your affection or attraction that you feel with somebody. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyways, after I read that, I was like, I kind of looked up like, is love a choice? And of course, an article from BetterHelp came up. And so I was like studying (laughs) that and it got me so deep into like the science of love and like attraction and all of that. So is it okay if I just like go into the science of it? Because it's so interesting. Yeah, let's do it. so excited. I'm excited to hear about it. So the first thing is that there's like seven physical and psychological changes that happen when you fall in love. So like it lowers your blood pressure. Which, like, studies have shown that married couples under 50 tend to have 12% lower risk of vascular disease and 7% for people above 50. What? They have, like, lower... That's crazy. Like, lower heart disease. Um, more or less stress based on the stage of your relationship. Initial stages increase levels of con- of cortisol, which is, like, your stress hormone. Mm-hmm. But after 12 to 24 months, the cortisol levels return to normal. Though it increases stress in the beginning, it can lower stress in the long run. Bro,
1: this literally describes Von and Hunter's relationship. Really? The first like year, I was like always so freaking stressed about every little thing. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I would say like a year and a half. It was like, okay, this is my guy. I'm his girl. Mm -hmm. We're here for each other. Whatever happens, happens. And yeah, it just
0: changed completely. Mm-hmm. and that's why I think it's important like when you are in a relationship if it's like a good thing don't just give up because yes it's stressful like because mm-hmm. it can in the long run it will really benefit you you just kind of have to like wait it out and what's that song that you you literally showed me this song
1: it was around Christmas time and I was writing or I was making a CD of songs that make me think of Hunter mm-hmm. and you showed me this song and I was like oh my gosh and it I forgot what it is, but it's like, don't let a good thing go. Oh, I think, can't let a good thing go. I think that's what it's called. But like, those words were just like, oh my gosh. Like, every single time I doubted our relationship or I was stressed out so
0: much, I was like, this is so good. I cannot lose this. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think something that I've been having to work on is like, I naturally get anxiety about things and I naturally have trust issues and I think it's because of the world that we live in. And like my social media is like filled with so many things of like people cheating on each other. And like I hear all these stories all the time of these horrible relationships. And so it's almost ingrained in my brain that like no man is per like no man is gonna not cheat on a woman. Even though like our dad is an amazing man. Has never cheated on mom. He loves mom and he's a great example of the kind of love that I want. Yeah. But because my brain has been so has been so crowded, crowded and- with all of these stories, it almost is training my brain to believe that men are naturally bad. Yeah. So I've like I've really had to like say affirmations, being mm-hmm. like, he loves me and like he and I have to like look at the things that he does for me and like I I think that we have to like obviously if you're in an, abu- an abusive relationship you do need to be aware of that mm-hmm. and like that's that's a special situation but I think you have to like look at your relationship and be like overall is this a good thing are we do we have similar goals do we have similar wants do we have like are we committed to each other do we want yeah. to communicate to each other how do we react like how do you, how does this person react when I say certain things? And also, I mean, this
1: kind of works better for longer relationships. But like, how has this person changed, and have they changed for the better? Mm-hmm. Like, am I helping him improve? Yeah. And look at yourself. Like, is he helping me improve? Yeah. And also, I was told this, and I really like it. Overall, are you more happy with this person, or are you more sad? Mm-hmm. Like, focus on. Don't let, like, one sad day ruin a whole week of happy stuff. You know, like,
0: focus on what you actually feel. Yeah, exactly. So, the next thing is, which going along with this, is that connecting with your partner also reduces anxiety. So, that's why communication is so important. Because when you communicate and you, that's, like, how you connect with them and that can calm your anxiety. Yeah. So. um, That's so true. You feel more attached and safe, which makes sense absolutely (laughs) um you get butterflies in your stomach that's like a physical thing that happens to you which i it's from your fight or flight mode really yeah it's like oh my gosh what do i do this is such an interesting feeling yeah um you become happier which is from dopamine you feel less pain this is kind of crazy. Research found that people who viewed images of their romantic partner had increased activity in several reward processing regions in the brain. That's so cute. Isn't that so cute? (laughs) Yes. So I'm like, that makes sense though, because like whenever I'm like sad, I'm just like- You look at
1: pictures of him and you're like, okay, like everything's everything's (laughs)
0: good. (laughs) Um, Another one is you can feel addicted. And I'm not going to lie, I feel like (laughs) this kind of called me out, which we just talked about that too. Like- like adolescent love can make you feel addicted but i mean in general i think it can make you feel addicted but scientists have observed that overlapping um neurochemical responses in the same areas of the brain among people experiencing drug addiction and love so like there's correlation between drug addiction and love addiction interesting which is crazy but um, it's a need that can be temporarily satisfied but can become very distracting if not fulfilled for a long period of time. So, like, you can literally feel withdrawals. Mm-hmm. So, like, the reason why this called me out, I kind of realized that I'm like, okay, I think I'm a little bit dependent on my boyfriend and, like, part As of a has, lot of us are,
1: not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: which, yeah, and, like, have you ever seen the TikToks of girls where, like, their boyfriends are like, hey, I have to go now and she just starts crying and it's like, literally, that's me. <laughs> like, I spend, like, literally, I spend, like two days straight with my boyfriend. Like we were literally together for like two full days. And I still am like sad when he leaves. And I'm like, dude, like what is this? It's normal. But like it's, it can be addicting. And so there's also things that you can do to help with that. But I just thought that was funny. (laughs) I love that. So anyways, that's like some of the science behind like what love does to you. Um, But I wanted to say there's a quote that was on better help website that said you might not have control over who you fall in love with but you have some choice in who you stay with which i 100% Very true. agree with and which i think we're going to be talking about a lot but i also like i kind of was thinking about the difference i kind of wanted to talk about like the difference between the adolescent love and like this lasting love like the Elise, difference of, like, we are
1: literally on the same wavelength
0: i don't know it's so awesome. because let
1: me share this quote <laughs> okay Wait, did you share your quote just barely Yeah, but it's probably a different one. No, it is. So it says, no one falls in love by choice. It is by chance. No one stays in love by chance. It is by work. No one falls out of love by chance. It is by choice. And it's like, okay, hold on a second. We're talking about these different types of love, like falling in love, staying in love, and falling out of love. And it's like, hold on a second. There's so many different types of love, which Mm -hmm. we know, but usually you just think of like, a romantic love and like a family love. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I love Hunter Mm -hmm. and I love JJ, our brother, but I love them in a different way. Yeah. And then it's like, I love learning new things and traveling, but it's different than the way I love Hunter. You know, like Mm -hmm. they're different. And again, me with the definitions, I looked up the definition of love and it's literally like hundreds. Well, okay, not hundreds, but like there's a lot of different, like, feel deep attraction and affection for someone, like or enjoy it very much, um, an intense feeling of affection, a deep romantic or sexual attachment to someone, a formula for ending an affectionate letter, like, saying, like, love savaya, like, that's not the same kind of love, like, you're not saying love, and then, like, Also, someone Mm -hmm. that you call, like, he's the love of my life. He's my love. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's not the same thing as feeling the love, you know? Yeah. There's so many different ways Mm -hmm. and so many different definitions of love. This is where I was talking to mom about it. I was, like, feeling like, wait a second. Mom was like, no, literally, look up the ancient Greek definitions for love. And I'm like, what? There's, like, hundreds. And they all have a different word. It's not just, like, love and then this love and then this kind of love it's like they have a different word for every single type of love Mm -hmm. can i read through them
0: yeah totally i also have like something i want to share when you're
1: when i'm done okay yeah so philia i hope i'm saying these right but whatever philia is affectionate love a love that runs deep in true friendships love catalyst it's in your mind ways to show this love exchange your beliefs and imperfections with close friends so this is just like the basic like your best friend, you love them, Mm -hmm. you know, it's because you exchange your beliefs and imperfections with them. And then pragma is enduring love, mature love that develops over time, love catalyst subconscious. So this is something that's just like happening, like, and this is the longer love. So it's like, people who have been married for 50 years you know mm-hmm. ways to show this love put effort into long term and reciprocate reciprocative reciprocative relationships storage familiar love flows between parents and children or childhood friends mm-hmm. love catalyst memories like if you think about it the reason that we love our siblings is because we have so many memories with them yeah yeah And it's different than the, like, I don't know, like, I love being with you, whatever. Mm -hmm. No, it's like, I just love you. Ways to show this love, show gratitude towards the people close to you. Eros, romantic love, personal infatuation and physical pleasure. Love catalyst, body. Ways to show this love, engage in physical touch, such as hugging or kissing. See, and this one reminds me of, like, the first initial attraction. It's your body. It's Mm -hmm. not your mind. You don't choose to feel that way. You don't choose to like be infatuated with someone. And then there's ludus, which is the playful love, flirting and beginning stages of intimate love, love catalyst, emotion, ways to show this love, express a flirtatious interest in who you admire. So it's like going from the eros to the ludus. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then this one's funny and I'm glad they put it in there because it's kind of relatable. Mania obsessive love (laughs) obsessiveness or madness over a love partner love catalyst survival how to avoid this love focus on yourself more versus another person
0: which goes back to what i was literally just saying like that i sometimes get like you can get addicted to love and it's literally that
1: it's survival it's your survival mode and that's why this is like okay when we were in elementary school middle school high school and we're talking about how we love these boys Mm -hmm. it was all that it was like the survival instinct of like i need a mate you know
0: and what's funny so crazy it makes so much sense yeah the little
1: picture that they have with it is a flower and they're picking them off like he loves me he loves me 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 (laughs) not like that's such a like obsessive mania type love Mm -hmm. and i just think it's so
0: which goes back to why it's important to still have alone time even when you're in a relationship
1: exactly still
0: focus on yourself don't let that
1: okay this one's cute distract
0: you okay
1: um philatia i think self-love having a healthy self-compassion love towards oneself Mm. love catalyst soul ways to show this love respect accept and appreciate yourself
0: dude i want to hang these up on my wall
1: i know and the art is really cute that's
0: so pretty i
1: know it's from if you guys want to look it up it's from ftd.com and i'm sure you can find them okay the last one is agape selfless love An empathetic attitude of love for everyone and anyone. Love catalyst spirit. Ways to show this love. Express unconditional love in any situation. That one's like to strangers. Like, I just think of JJ in that one. He's -hmm. like, I love all humans. That's the kind of
0: love that he's feeling. It's so
1: sweet. Like, isn't that just crazy?
0: They're so... I'm like, why... what, What did our society do? Like, why did we like... Get rid of those words. Like, I mean, those words are great, but like, how come we don't use those words more often? Instead of, I mean, it is easier to just use the word love.
1: I mean, there's words to describe it, like obsessiveness or immaturity or like, I don't know. There's certain things that are just like, you can explain it, but love in the English language is really the simplest way to say it. Mm -hmm. But it's just not that accurate. That's why I think... It's so split between is love a choice is because some people are focusing on the infatuation and some people are focusing on endured love, mm-hmm. the long lasting love. You yeah, know?
0: that's so true. Well,
1: so what? Is- so actually every like there's no right answer to is love a choice. Yeah, that's true. But I do assume that we both kind of took the route of pragma love, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of dug deeper into... Pragma love is a choice. Yes. Yeah, because I do agree
0: 100% with that. So I also found this website and I forgot to write it down. Unfortunately, it's. Fine. I'm sorry, guys. So romantic love is broken down into three categories, lust, attraction and attachment. Mm-hmm. So like lust is obviously the body, the sexual drive, the um, I think it also can, you know, it's the chemistry, I guess, that you have with each other um which that is important it is important to have that in your relationship but you don't want that to be the main focus of your relationship you don't want that to be the base the base yes like
1: if you're sorry grandma if your sex life is good but nothing else is good like it's not worth it it's not worth it Yeah. yeah well
0: and i think that's why it's important to like that's that's why like a lot of religions say, wait till marriage to get, to have sex. It's because that can be so distracting and it can, it can distract you from knowing what is real love and like, what mm -hmm. is just lust. What is
1: also so interesting and I don't know, I have a lot of different views with some of the churches, um, like beliefs and stuff, but this is one thing that I'm like, if there's anything anyone can do, like, wait until marriage that's what i tell like all my siblings because i didn't and i don't necessarily regret it but i can see how much it affected me where i started becoming like obsessive and like i don't know different Mm -hmm. things where it really does change especially for the woman for the men it's not that big of a like Mm -hmm. difference but for the woman it changes the way that you see them a lot it took me a while to get out of the like honeymoon phase And then it felt like it was a lot harder to not be in the honeymoon phase. And it was like, okay, let's like, let's work on this. Like, Mm -hmm. let's figure out what we need to do to figure this out and like make this relationship amazing. Mm -hmm. And it did, like we were able to like work through that through the emotions that I was having, like from having premarital sex. That's kind of personal and a different topic, but y'all can (laughs) think whatever you want about that. But anyways, yeah, I do think that it's, it changes the girl's thoughts a lot and mm-hmm. it's really safe to you know just save it like for yeah. real just save it
0: yeah well and like there's people that are like you have to try before you buy i don't agree with that well it's like because love is so much more than just the well, sexual also side think of it. about
1: this no matter what the sex is going to be good if you love each other like think about the first kiss that you have with someone it's not the best but mm-hmm. as you get into the groove of it, it's like, okay. You kind of figure
0: out. You literally figure you out how it, figure works.
1: it out. And it's like, no one's necessarily bad at sex. They just get used to um, that person and what they like. And then they're good because they communicate and they know what they like. So mm-hmm. you do not need to try before you buy.
0: Yeah, I agree. So um, it's driven by the desire for sex, obviously. Um, our need to reproduce, which... It's just <laughs> human- mode this is <laughs> this survival mode again. Like we just we need a mate. We need to have kids. We need to yeah. Um it also is based on the sex hormones, testosterone and estrogen, which also It's powerful. Which Be careful, guys. It is very powerful. But like what is interesting is that um that kind of can play a part in attraction is like your like based on your hormonal levels of testosterone or estrogen which testosterone is in men estrogen is in women so like testosterone is in like the pp yeah area like testes (laughs) 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 um but and the estrogen is in the ovaries so like is that like the pheromones um like the levels of estrogen that you have maybe i mean i i tried to do research on that but i kind of forgot to do research on it so i was trying to do it just before this and i didn't have a lot of time to go into it very much but maybe um yeah anyways the next one is attraction and it involves the brain pathways that control the reward behavior which I'm ch- yeah it's dopamine and noris norapinephine I don't know how to say Nor- that word wait morphine just kidding <laughs> no it's let me see it no repin or something like that sorry my handwriting is really bad in that I have no idea. I thought I would look at it. No, but
1: I don't. Yeah, it's
0: weird. But it makes us giddy and energetic, euphoric, can lead to decreased appetite and insomnia. You can't sleep, you can't eat. Yeah. Because you're too in love. Yep. Which, lovesick, that's a real thing, guys. It's real. Um, Lovesick. It's also based on on serotonin, which is involved, like, with appetite and mood, which is why that does that to you. But... There are a lot of like physical things, like physical and scientific. No, not scientifical. What's the word? There's like actual things that affect your attraction to people. And that is some of the things are like your genetics. So like um, you can well, un- unconsciously detect genetic compatibility with people.
1: Well, yeah, it's because like your body just knows who it's compatible with. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's funny when people say that love is not a choice it's like that for, that initial attraction is not a choice like you can't yeah. just look at someone and be like oh he's so cute like like think he's ugly and then trick yourself into thinking he's cute
0: like no your body knows sis mm-hmm. your body knows yeah um so then there's also like pheromones of course like smells we've talked about this before i think but like the way that you know this the smells that we give off to people do affect our attraction to people. Yeah. Like, there was literally a scientific um, test. Why can't I not think of the words for for these things right now? It's okay. Um, where they had... They showed, like, pictures of women to men. And, like, the men rated the woman. And then they s- put scents with the woman. And they rated the m- woman higher or seven. lower based on their smell. And it's really? the same with women.
1: Well, I've seen the thing where the men... Or the woman will smell a men's shirt that he wore for, like, two days and didn't wash. And they smell it and they, like, choose which one they're most attracted to.
0: Yeah. And then they see them and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, like, sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I just want to (laughs) smell my boyfriend because he just smells so good. Like, there was one time where... He was like, he was at my house, and I think we took a nap in my bed. It's just or something. like the natural
1: smell, and then you like smell your pillow, and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, gosh. it <laughs> smells
0: like him. And it
1: literally made me happier. I was like, I just need to like smell this pillow. And this is why <laughs> girls love to have their boyfriends' sweatshirts. Exactly. That it's is like the some, reason. Some of the boys will like wash their hoodie and spray with cologne. It's like, no, I don't no. want that. I, I just want your I want to smell your sweat. Which Not that sounds great.
0: No, we're attracted to their sweat. Not BO, but sweat. Okay not bo BL. is disgusting which i'm not gonna lie like i've never i don't know i don't think i've ever smelled my boyfriend's like sweat i've never thought so my he boyfriend smelled bad good. yeah he wears deodorant Probably. because i've
1: smelled hunter a few times and i'm like
0: Eat. i'm like am i supposed <laughs> to be attracted to that no i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know um but anyways also like culture can have a huge effect on like where you live um And based on like how you grew up and everything and hormones, of course, which going back to the lust thing, men with high testosterone are attracted to more feminine faces. That makes sense. So that's why like you see those men that are like buff men. They're like a man, you know, like very masculine. And their wives are all like so petite and very feminine. And yeah, just makes sense. 100%. (laughs) Um, and then the last category of romantic relationships is attachment. And, like, I think that's where, like, so the predominant factor of that is um, it, like, mediates friendships, parent-infant bonding, social cordial cordiality, and many other intimacies. And this is based on oxytocin, which is, like, your cuddle hormone, which is bonding, and vasopressin, which I don't know what that, I've never heard of that one before, but. Yeah. Something cool to yeah. learn about. So I think attachment also is like feeling safe. I feel like the atta- like the attachment is a little bit more of like like your actions. I mean, your actions can honestly play a huge part in this. And I want to say mm-hmm. too, I think the reason why I also feel like love is a choice is because now that I'm in a relationship, I don't let myself just fall in love with other people either. Because there are yeah. so many people that you can potentially fall in love with, and I used to believe in soulmates. I don't necessarily. I mean, I don't necessarily believe in soulmates anymore. Like, I don't know if I'm destined to be with just one person. Mm-hmm. I think there's multiple people out there that I a relationship could work with. And a lot of people that they would work with if you if you had if chosen you to just stay with them. choose it. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think that's why I instinctly say that love is a choice because. Yes, there are people that, like, yeah, I see, like, attractive people all the time. Like, they're celebrities that are attractive. But it's different because I don't think, oh, I want to be with them. I don't think that at all. I don't stare yeah. at other boys anymore. Like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, my gosh, he's so attractive. Yeah. Because I, like, I'm choosing not to. Well, but I think mom it, brought up
1: a really good point about this. I think she was the one who told me it. But, like, if someone's in a relationship and they... Like, let's say they have a coworker that they're attracted to, which isn't love, you know, Mm -hmm. but they're not just going to fall in love with that coworker and, like, not do it because they shouldn't, but, like, they choose to do things that keep it growing. So, for example, you can just, like, look at a coworker and be like, yeah, they're attractive, but you're not thinking about, like, oh, I want to hang out with them, and your actions are
0: you're not flirting with them okay like for you're example not.
1: people choose to cheat they don't just cheat yes. because they couldn't help it because they were so in love this person is amazing like no they chose to cheat they chose to get their number they chose to go out to lunch with them they chose to take things further and yeah i don't know
0: yeah no i agree like, like you, i you, i you have accents. no sympathy for people who cheat i'm sorry i have no sympathy 100
1: percent. sorry guys <laughs> but like Like, you literally are choosing which actions to build. You either choose to make your relationship stronger with your partner
0: or you choose to go astray. Mm -hmm. It's all a choice. Exactly. And I think a lot of that has to do with, like, where you're at in your relationship, too. Like, based on, like, where you're at in your relationship. Like, right now, like, I'm very happy in my relationship. But, like, something might happen where I might not be happy. But I have to, cho- but that's when I have to make the choice of like, I'm committed to this. Like, do I I'm keep gonna- going? Do I keep going?
1: Or do I give up like a little pussy? No, i just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's like, I think that's why I instinctively say that love is a choice. I saw this TikTok one time and the boyfriend asked her, if you were married to somebody else and you met me, would you cheat on them with me? And she said no. Yeah and i was like amen to that Uh uh-huh like that's what love is is it's like i am choosing to be with this person and like i'm sorry but like screw the soulmate thing like if you're if you're in a relationship and you're like oh well i've been in this relationship forever and i'm committed to this person but then you meet somebody else that you have this immediate attraction to honey like that that person that you're choosing to cheat with that's not gonna last either Mm -mm. like if you're if you're only focusing on that immediate affection and what you feel in the beginning like you're you're never never gonna gonna have have, a lasting you're never gonna have a lasting relationship yeah so
1: okay i thought of the perfect little scenario because i was trying to think of i'm a very visual person so i was trying to think of like a way that i could visualize falling in love and i figured it out okay love is like being gifted a plant Mm -hmm. okay You didn't necessarily choose to have this plant. Someone just gave it to you, okay? And over time, your plant is growing. You watch it grow. You take care of it, you know? Mm -hmm. But maybe sometimes you forget about it and you forget it's there. Maybe you focus on other things and the plant starts dying. And so you're like, okay, what do I need to do to fix this? You research, you get help, and you're like, I need to water it. That's what Mm -hmm. this plant needs. So then it's growing, it's growing, it's doing good. And then you see it starting to die again. So you water it, still not working. Do you throw it away? Or do you keep trying to revive that thing? Like Mm -hmm. maybe it needs more sun, do some research. And the more that you take care of it, the more it grows and the more you appreciate it. So it's Mm -hmm. like the longer, I don't know. I always say this, but like arguments and fights are not necessarily bad. They're like, Mm -hmm. disagreements are always gonna come up in a relationship, no matter what. You cannot agree on everything. But it's how you solve the issue. It's how you communicate and it's how you fix the issue. But every single time that Hunter and I have had a disagreement, we talk it through. And after, I love him more mm-hmm. than I did before the argument. And I'm like, this is insane. Like,
0: it literally just keeps growing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it, like, it's, that blows my mind that that is, like, how love works is, like, you when you're committed to somebody and you're actively making the effort that love does continue and yes it will change like mm-hmm. your love will change you might not have the butterflies f- for the rest oh, of your you life You won't
1: have the butterflies for the rest like of your there's life. gonna
0: be moments where you hate your partner you but don't like, even want to be with them you don't even want to look at them mm-hmm. exactly and so like that's the thing is like you have to remember that that's what love is love is like your. it's a commitment and like you're on a team and i feel like I just want to share like some of the some of these like crazy thoughts that I've had ever since researching this and studying this. The deepest love that I have ever felt has been and I'm going to get a little spiritual for a second yeah. has been Christ-like love. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the way that I view the other person it's where I see them as a genuine, like I genuinely see them as a child of God. I see them as somebody who has thoughts and feelings and they struggle too.
1: Like they are just like you, yeah. their own person, but they
0: Mm -hmm. have
1: sadness, they have happiness, they have their own life. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love just viewing everyone as a child of God Mm -hmm. because I don't know, it just makes you realize like we're all equal. There are no favorites. Mm -hmm. Like, we are all important and we are all equally important and there's no like he's better than her or she's better than him whatever it's like no we're all equal
0: yeah exactly i want to share this like experience that i had and i was not planning on sharing it but i feel like a lot of my life um i've always been like kind of a loving person i just genuinely care about people i mm-hmm. fall in love very fast i guess but Um, something that I struggled with while I was a missionary, for example, was like loving people enough that it took away my fear because you know how like love overcomes fear. Like everybody talks about that. And I just never felt that because I was so scared about what people thought of me that I almost was like, I couldn't serve them as much as I could have. I didn't, I couldn't serve the people as much as I wanted to because of this fear. Mm -hmm. So I really had to focus on like love and like loving the people. And then I had this realization that like love, the perfect love of Christ is not just loving like Christ. It's loving Christ. So when I had that perspective, I was like, oh, I'm going to focus my love for Jesus Christ, focus on loving him, and maybe the love for other people will come. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. And that That's is the so deepest cool. love I've ever felt. So like I had That's this amazing. experience after my mission, and this is actually just a couple months ago where I was sitting in the car with Jason, and I feel like this is going to be very vulnerable for me, but I want to share it because I think it's important. And we had just hiked Timp. And was this like your
1: first date, right?
0: No, this was like, we weren't official yet, but like, yeah, so like we hiked him together with like another couple that also were not official yet. (laughs) And obviously we had spent a lot of time together and it was the craziest thing because I just had like something clicked in my brain and I just viewed him so differently as we were driving in the car. And I just saw him as somebody who needs love and affection just as much as I do. Yeah. And I was thinking about like what he was feeling in that moment in the car. Yeah. He was tired, but I was like, and then because of that, all I wanted to do was just like cuddle with him. And I just wanted to lay my head on his shoulder because I wanted to show him that I cared about him and that I loved him. And I had never felt that way before. Like I had never felt that kind of love. And I think the reason why I feel that love is because of my love for Jesus Christ. And like Even throughout my relationship with him, it's been like, well, okay. Like when I, as I'm like attending the temple and as we're going to church together and as we like, as I'm reading my scriptures and saying my prayers, that love just gets like deeper and deeper. And so, Mm -hmm. so many people are like, we need more love in this world. And I'm like, yeah, we need more love. We need more Jesus. Like, honestly, like if we want real genuine love, that's like truly selfless, it's It's going to be through Jesus Christ. And like, you know, whatever, whatever your beliefs are. I mean, you can take that with a grain of salt if you want, but that's just what I believe 100%. And so, and like, not even just in romantic relationships. Like if you like. Well, you just, if you just
1: view the world again, you just view the world as like, these are all your equals and siblings. Like Mm -hmm. you see someone maybe drive badly Like, if you view them as, I don't know, you just have empathy towards them, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to be as mad. If you just view them as like some other weird human thing on this planet, it's like whatever.
0: But like, no, they're human and they have emotions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then also like kind of going along with that service, like service is the way to love people. When you serve somebody, you love them more
1: that's another thing that mom and i talked about um this is actually my last thought so i feel like this is a good place to end too okay so one of the like coolest things that mom was telling me was that the reason why she believes love is a choice is because you choose to serve that person Mm -hmm. and choosing to serve them is going to make you love them yeah so the cutest thing i just have to brag about my parents they're like the greatest couple that i look up to Mm -hmm. obviously they've had their ups and downs but it's like they are like my like i want my relation to be like theirs yeah they laugh together they love so much they still have like that kid playful funness Mm -hmm. they've been married for what like 20 25 years almost yeah and they're like they still act like a newlywed or newlyweds Mm -hmm. and it's so cute but my mom was telling me about like how love is a choice and you serve people. She's like, I'll be right back. And she goes inside her bedroom and she pulls out this little book. Do you know what book I'm talking about? Oh, I know what
0: book you're talking about. Oh my
1: gosh, it's the cutest thing. So one year, was it for Christmas?
0: Yeah, I
1: think so. So I think it was last year. My dad gave my mom a little book for Christmas and she opened it up and it's like a journal. And every single day, my dad wrote one thing that he loves about my mom. So then at the end of the year, he has all the days. And it's like, okay, on his birthday, like we read his birthday. And it was like, you make my birthdays the best and you make the best cake. Hmm. And it's just like the cutest little thing. And my mom said that she didn't know what was going on. But she felt so much love from my dad in that year. And it's because he was noticing the things that he loved about her. Mm -hmm. And it was serving her even though she didn't know it yet. So he was like loving her more and she was even feeling that love without even knowing why. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so sweet. Like Mm -hmm. service goes so far.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, even though it's just something so small, like, ugh.
0: yeah, that's just the cutest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Well, and that also like something that I was thinking about is like the love languages. Like that is something that you, the reason why we know the love languages is so that like we can understand how to serve better in our relationships how to love better and like that's here like here's the thing is there's a reason why arranged marriages work Mm -hmm. like as crazy as it sounds like it's because they serve each other and it's because they commit to each other. Yeah. And no matter what the reason is behind that, like there are people that can fall in love over time. Like how many relationships that I've heard of and people that I've talked to say that like immediately right off the bat, they were not obsessed with their husband. Like yeah. when they first met them, they were like, yeah, like he was cool and he was nice. And like, that's why I talked to him. But like I was not immediately obsessed with him. Mm -hmm. But like over time I got to know him and I got to like know his personality and who he really was. And it's the same with women. Like I I think men typically are initially attracted to women faster than women are attracted to men. Yeah, not going to lie. But um, it takes women a little bit longer to like really be attracted to somebody. I
1: think it's the opening up and the trusting that really makes you like love that person. Mm -hmm. Because when they're vulnerable with you, I mean, I just remember all the times that like Hunter and I got vulnerable and that was also a huge, like those were huge jumps of like, I love you more than I did yesterday Mm -hmm. because like, I see your views and I understand where you're coming from. And I want you to feel like, because I felt like that before and I want you to feel good and I want you to feel happy. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, being vulnerable and serving, I think are like
0: the top, most important things in a yeah. relationship i agree now to end i just have a list like a little list of how to make love last this is also from the BetterHelp website. Cute. and i think this is a good place to end Dude,
1: my cats are getting into trouble do you yeah, hear them i can hear
0: them oh my gosh so the first one is to take care of yourself have separate interests friends and self-care which definitely is so important it helps you to prevent I think that can help you prevent from, like, getting stuck in the, like, adolescent love or attraction because you're not obsessing Yes, exactly. Learn from your partner's love language, which we just talked about. Focus on the positive. So gratitude, showing gratitude to your partner and, like, even just being grateful in general. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't say thank you, I do think it is important to say thank you to your partner when you can, but... Um, and then the last one is to spend time together, make time for each other, go on dates, make time to have those like affectionate moments, make time to have intimacy, whether it's sexual or non-sexual. I think intimacy can be both ways, but that is so important to like have those, have that connection have with each other. Have the vulnerability time. hmm Yeah. Make time for it. I guess there's one more thing that I skipped over, What? but it says how to know if it's worth the effort okay it's if the person is committed when the positives outweigh the negatives and mm-hmm. for me pray about it because yeah, that's good i feel like all of these sh- things that we've shared and like again this is like i know not all of you are religious but um from my experience like there's only one person that really knows who the best person is for you and that's god and so i mean of course you can ask him mm-hmm. and so anyways that's all i have
1: i love that thank you for sharing
0: yeah this is a very good episode i know i I really enjoyed it it. i think both of us are very passionate about the topic (laughs) (laughs) which makes it so fun i know i do love it i love love and i'm so excited for next week's episode it's gonna be stories that people share of a time that they felt loved So, so
1: that'll be really nice and i don't know it reminds me of that one show modern love we're just like all these like
0: stories that yes. are so personal i don't know i'm, so I'm excited. excited it's gonna be so good but. well
1: thank you for listening to this episode we love you bye,
0: bye. <laughs>